I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about Avengers versus X-Men and all of the things that happened after Cyclops killed Xavier. We're on Uncanny X-Men number 20 today, which isn't on the list of like issues you should read for AVX and does not have the AVX logo, but boy, where would we be without this issue, Gary? This this kind of fills in a lot it, of gaps. It it wraps up a, like it's wrapping up the uh Karen Gillian's Uncanny X-Men run. Which is like elemental to to this. Like understanding this, understanding this team, all that stuff. Very important to AVX. Uh and this definitely has um you know, you want to know what happened to the Phoenix Five, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Like this is, like, probably should have a little marker on the, on the issue. Yeah, I think it should. Um, and it's real good. I was happy to read it too because it's interesting. Yeah, which is something yeah. you can't say about all of Avengers versus X Men. <laughs> yeah, and it leads right into uh, consequences, which is a surprise. Like, su- like surprisingly, very good. Um, I was surprised um, by it until yes. I realized who was writing it and like, you know, Kieran Gillian yeah. is just, is good, but he's just a good writer and, uh, it, he's doing the best stuff in this crossover for sure. Easily like by um, a country fucking yeah. mile, dude. Like absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we've got a, a uh, go ahead. over the weekend I was in a comics, uh, comic store and the, uh, comic shop proprietor did the hard sell on a, like a pet book, which I usually don't like, but I ended up picking it up because it is a Kieran Gillen. Uh, book it's a book called i haven't read it yet it's called die but it's about uh kids who get trapped in like a D campaign basically but it's you know dark and spooky and stuff about that and uh it, the first issue is on or the first trade was on sale and uh he's just like yeah it's real good and he was like showing me different like art and different concepts of things and i was like yeah all right i hate being sold to i hate it when i'm successfully convinced to do something but you did it man <laughs> I was looking to spend a little money anyway. There you go. So, um, yep. Looking forward to reading that. So the cover of this is uh, kind of our uncanny X-Men team. Uh, it's a picture of them. Uh, nobody's smiling, like just like me in my wedding photos. Yeah. Um, what is this picture? Like the, con- the context of this photo being taken is very funny. Yeah. Like Cyclops getting everyone together and being like, okay, everybody scowl like Metallica. <laughs> um, who do you think's taking the picture, by the way? Yeah. Like, who do you think is, is, is actually? Yeah, Sprite sure yeah no sprite or, or uh pixie rather mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah the, and the, the phoenix is holding this this picture and it's 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 flaming up at the edges so uh, everything is ending yeah. and being reborn at the same time do you get it do you get it yep uh so we're gonna we're gonna cruise through some locations um we've got the sheared shield holding unit x34-17 which is classified but clearly arizona like i don't know if you've ever seen arizona but that is clearly <laughs> arizona um we have the fallen x brig that's just sticking out in the, in the pacific ocean like that uh baby eternal that they I left in this. the mcu off the, like the floating island just fell yeah this is you want to explore this in elden ring you know what i'm saying <clears throat> hell yeah yeah uh, and then uh, the ruins of the Phoenix Farms in Siberia. I, I love that they were called Phoenix Farms. Oh, they're so good. That should dude. be on a salad dressing. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely, it should. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also love how the now that you know the Phoenix Force set up these farms and stuff, and then once the Phoenix was gone, like it all goes to waste. Yeah. Like no one's maintaining the farms. Nobody puts in some sprinklers. This is it's what is all ruined. This is what happens when you don't have like you know people to run the shit for you. When you when your Phoenix just does everything yep. like. You know, then nobody knows how to do stuff when the Phoenix yeah. is gone. Exactly. Teach a man to farm. He'll farm for a day. Uh-huh. Phoenix a man to farm. He'll never farm again. Um, <laughs> he'll never, never farm again. 
Um, and we're gonna we're, we're gonna race. check through um, some of our some of our people. We've got Cyclops who is in a uh, quartz prison, um, looking at somebody you know on the other side of the glass, saying, mm-hmm. "I didn't ask for you." Uh, we've got Danger who um, you could tell by the tilt that she's still in the expert where they've got all these people locked up. Um, I don't know who this guy is that there's in the picture, but like some Nazi, yeah, some weird fucking yeah, Nazi looking dude. Um, yeah. I mean, Colossus who has just been hanging out in the ex Phoenix farms. Um, and this is going to be kind of hard to talk about <laughs> a little bit. Good. The way it kind of bounces it's forward. three interlaced stories, yeah. you know, so we, we can kind of say what happens in, in each one kind of generally, you know, and then maybe just hit like points that we think are cool. Um, but yeah, this, this is a montage in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So the, the Cyclops storyline about this is him being visited by, uh, Kate Kildare, the superhuman, uh, PR specialist and basically like kind of like sniping, uh, back and forth initially, you know, she's like, Hey, there are new mutants everywhere, but guess what? You're, you know, the hate for mutants is an all time high and you're less popular than Dr. Doom. You know, this is. No, nobody likes you. You're your lowest moment. And Cyclops keeps saying, like, do you have anything useful? Why are you doing this? Uh, until she says, Scott, look at me and reveals she's got a sinister <gasps> diamond. Ta-da! I knew someone was a secret sinister in this, but I was wrong. <laughs> uh, I, um, I love the fact yeah. that um, this should be like, I should be rolling my eyes at that. Uh, but like, I don't know there, man. It's something about Gillian's uh, sinister where I'm just like a fucking course. Absolutely. Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready. I love, uh, it's a very good sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the first part of that story. The, the least interesting one is the unit danger story and not because I don't love my boy unit, uh, but because I care, don't care about danger. Um, he's basically exiting and he says, uh, you know, she's like, Oh, what now do you mind wipe me and kill me and stuff? And she, he says, you know, no, I've grown to respect you. Like you're extraordinary. You were a slave, and then you became, after that, when you were free, you decided to become a jailer. That's ridiculous. You know, I'm going to put you on pause for a little bit and then let you do whatever you want. But decide you should decide not to be someone, anyone's prisoner anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to go off and do my, my universal utopia. You'll be, your sacrifice will be considered when that happens, and you'll never know my plans. I, um, something about the art um, in this that I really like is that, you know, they showed the picture of the brig, like, being all akimbo in the the pacific ocean or whatever um and throughout this like she's standing flat on her feet which puts her at an angle while he's just like floating above it straight and they just did a really good job of realizing that and like thinking about that all the way through and i just i really really appreciate stuff like that when you can look at it and just go like oh there it is yeah it's it's real good and it's i'm sure it's it's packed full of symbolism you know (laughs) that that she's uh she's candid her world's been turned upside down by this revelation Mm mm-hmm and stuff um it's still to me any like this is petty but anything with danger always suffers from this horrible horrible character design yeah, absolutely I, I can't take her seriously when you can like, see like wires in her boobs man like what, what are we doing like what are we, like wires in her cheeks yeah. <laughs> like wires in her boobs she's got like a wires like fucking tramp stamp on the back like i don't <sighs> it it is one of the all-time worst character designs i, I don't know that there's one i like less in danger like the beyonder is way better uh but there's a panel like he leaves he's like i'll never tell and he leaves <laughs> and then she goes raw and both her arms turn into machine guns yeah absolutely yeah and it looks so stupid it's really like, dumb. she looks like such shit yeah it's super 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 dumb um 
and she lets everybody free and she lets all of the nazis yeah, free. the nazis get to go yeah so good for yeah. that i mean cool whatever um we jump over to yeah. Siberia, uh, where uh, Demon, Satorak, Colossus, and Magic are are fighting one another. Um, and she's like, hey, we're not going to do that here. We're going to come into limbo. Yep. Uh, so she, she sucks him into limbo. He's just using, you know, doing the scary demon language. Like, it, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're in limbo, he's like, you know, finally, you're somebody who I can kill without feeling bad. Like, you're you're awful. And she, uh, you know, this, I want to more, know more about this whole situation here. Cause this is fascinating mm-hmm. for them. Uh, she hits him with her, her sword and knocks the Syrac right out of him. Dude. Why didn't you do that 20 years ago? <laughs> like however long ago well, that, that you've had that's it. What, <laughs> that's what he said. That's what he says. That's like why they're, they, they hate each other now. Like, you know, uh, she, she says, you know, remember when we had him, when we went to his realm, he said that, you know, in his uh, demon Lord's realm, he has control, but this was my realm that we're in. And since we're in my realm, my sword does what I want it to. And he immediately realized he's not grateful. He's not anything. He's just like, Oh, you could have freed me whenever you wished. And she says, I could, but you wouldn't have learned anything. Uh, it's very patronizing and we'll get, you know, uh, she, she basically repeats the point that she had in the last, uh, issue we had with them where she's like, I did this out of love because you were making dumb sacrifices for me and I'm not worth it. Like now that you have been a demon, you know that I'm a demon and don't, you know, I'm a snowflake. I melted a long time ago. I love this. Do not give yourself away so easily for someone who simply does not deserve it. Um, which could be read. It's like yeah, kind yeah. of like a narcissistic, like I'm, I suck, right? Like I, I suck so bad that you shouldn't yeah, care so about bad. me, but really it feels like she's more just acknowledging like, I'm not going to die. I am not a good person. <laughs> like, and you still yeah. have the capability to be a good person. You shouldn't be wasting your time on me. You shouldn't have sacrificed yourself for me. And you should, because you see how much anguish it causes you. Um, and I, I, I kind of dig this and I want to see, I really, I'm curious what happens with Colossus and magic going forward. Cause like they split into two different books and I'm, I'm very curious about what happens. I can't, I'm actually pretty excited now that we've, uh, I mean, we didn't, we're not covering consequences this week, but I'm, I finished consequences, uh, today and I'm just going to keep reading X-Men stuff from that point forward. I'm really like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, at the, at the end, uh, when we talk about consequences, he, Colossus says, you know, if we ever meet again, I'll kill you. You know, which is, which is just crazy. Like that's not, but this demon thing was so hard on him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a cool place to leave the character. Uh, it's not just that like Colossus had the, the capability to still be a good person. Like he was one of the best people, you know, he always had like, there's always like a, a weird side of, of Colossus that was like too rigid, Yeah, you know, in his thinking and stuff. But he was always, you know, just very, uh, like one of those hearts of the X-Men. Yeah. He was guys. like the, the, you know, but you know, he had this rigid exterior, literally and figuratively and yep. had like the heart of a poet, right? Like the, he, that's, that was his whole yeah. thing. He had this romanticism about him that really, really worked for both him and the X-Men. And like, it feels like to me that this whole demon situation almost like fucking excoriated it, like just burned his inside out. Yeah. So, and, and, and also the Phoenix. So it's cool. Like it's a cool direction to take the character. It's like, Oh shit. Magic is more of a super villain than, you know, I even really considered like, this is some pretty fucked up shit. Um, pretty cool. Yes. Uh, the Colossus plate, uh, space, uh, sinister, you know, uh, Cyclops kind of explains what happened or not. Yeah. The Cyclops space. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, explains what, what happened, uh, and how this whole thing went down. 
Um, he hid one of his little para personalities in Kildare and put it at the, you know, the bottom of her subconscious where the Phoenix couldn't see it. Um, I love this panel of her showing up as her with the diamond with these scary floating silver balls. Yes. Yeah, is, is she juggling here? What is this? Is she a scary juggler? <laughs> like what is happening? <laughs> it's called con. I just imagine them floating around her. Yeah, definitely. You know, just kind of like, uh, yeah. Um, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty spooky looking. Imagine like you open your door and there's you, but with a sinister. Yeah. Diamond. Let's have sex. You know, let's do it. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Put the balls down. I've got those in. I've got those already. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go me. Yeah. Let's do it. You know, Um, you want to, you're me. I think, I don't know who you are. I don't care. Let's go. (laughs) I'm ready. There's, there's been a couple serious conversations in the slack about like, if you ran into yourself from a timeline, would you have sex with yourself? And my answer is always an incredibly emphatic no. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like just the strongest no that's ever been. It's because you know how much uttered. of a bad lay you are. Is that the. <laughs> I'm an excellent lay, but I don't know what to do with a dick. Oh, that, like, yeah, that, that's definitely that, the issue is like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to have. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not attracted to you and, I, and you know, I would probably figure it out. But like, yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, but it would be just remark. Like, I'd at least want a jerk off. You put off a session, gun to my right? head. I could probably make a guy come. I'm not saying that. It I seems do like that. it's the easiest thing if in the world to do. You put a gun to my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't. I don't think that I'm like a throatist. Like, I don't think I'm. You know, goat throat. Yeah, but I mean, like but that. you know how that thing works. Like, you could. I mean, that that's, it would be the hand job of all hand jobs. Like that, you would be super familiar with the territory. You know what I'm saying? Would just be masturbating though. It wouldn't be that different. I don't know, man. Know? Masturbating without hands, like with and without the need of a that, weird half woman machine yeah. that, that that's really uh, makes me uncomfortable <laughs> to even see. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah. that would be pretty dope. You put your hands behind your head. Yeah. Yeah. Really relax. Just really just relax. Or you could for play once. switch. <laughs> Uh, I'm playing, I'm playing some Elden Ring and just getting jerked off like the in the best the best hand job of my life. Absolutely. Oh man, it's a it's a like best. It's like almost just most efficient. I'm sure there are better things that I don't know how to do or don't have the patience to. It just be a very efficient hand job. You know that that is that there is something to be said to for you know just the, the speediness of which you can work something out real quick. But like I feel oh, like dude. I feel like that yeah. would just dis- yeah. You're right, man. I, actually, now that I'm thinking about this, like. Why have the other person there taking up space? Like I would much rather be alone than have to deal with their shit. And I know what their shit is because it's my shit. And I don't want to deal with any of that. I have to yeah. deal with it in my own head. And then you would also be in the postcoital, like kind of phase where you had just come. And then you would have to, you know, it would be courtesy to jerk off your double so they can play Elden Ring for a little bit. True. True. But I mean, we're not, and that would, I'm not like, changing saves and they're not touching my character. Cause I mean, <laughs> no, 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 it's a completely different save. We'll use the cloud if we have to. <laughs> This got real complicated. Okay, wait. All right. First, I'm going to take so my pants off. Script. Then we're going to upload it. <laughs> Brazzers, get at us. We got this. <laughs> I have found something. I have found something that we could we could definitely talk about. <clears throat> uh, so, anywho, uh, Scott's like, "Oh, that's nice and everything, but are you? What are you? What are you here? Yeah, like, are you just here to gloat about murdering defenseless women?" And since so she's like, oh, just a little bit. Yeah. But also, um, you know, it's very, very funny. Uh, and just kind of lays out what happened, you know, how they both lost everything, you know, in pursuit of their goals. But uh, he says, but you won. You know, I only got the Phoenix Force in control of it for a couple of minutes and you actually achieved bringing back mutants. But the thing is, like, you're in jail and I'm not. So I get to keep trying and you're stuck. Yep. Um. 
you know, which I guess is a, is a win. trying to taunt him out. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't, didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah. I just, this is uh, and starts taunting him to escape, you know, like you can stay in there or you can come out and play cause you know, no one else can stop me. I, um, um, she knocks on the, the glass on the quartz, ruby quartz or whatever. Um, and I wonder if it has the same mm-hmm. effect that an aquarium does with fish where when you do that, it just echoes inside. <laughs> Cause like if I was Mr. Sinister, that'd be the best way to annoy Cyclops constantly is just do a little tap, oh, yeah. tap, tap, tap it on it. There's probably a bunch of little signs that say, do not tap the glass. No flash photography, like in an aquarium. Probably so. You know? Do not annoy the Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, um, you know, and this, this ends with Cyclops being like, you know, this isn't over. Um, like he's going to keep pursuing Sinister. Can we talk about this Sinister's is, is curtsy? <laughs> like Sinister does a real good curtsy. I mean, that's like, that's proper form. Like the artist went out and found a curtsy yeah. and like, you know what I'm saying? Like I just got this gesture yeah. in Elden Ring. So it's, it's like, I've seen this before. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Sinister unlocked the gesture <laughs> gesture uh, with this. Uh, it's real good. Um, and it, it's really exciting. Like the idea of a Cyclops versus Sinister X-Men you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Israel need, you know, and, and it spoiler, like it, we do get that set up with, at the end of consequences, it moves into a run that Bendis wrote that it, it doesn't have a good reputation. Like the premise is really irresistible to me, but people don't like the run. Um, I will definitely try it out, but it's a, yeah, yeah, it's cool. This is a cool issue and is obviously very important. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad we covered it, even though it wasn't specifically mentioned by um, anybody, because I feel like it it really sets up all of the next X-Men stuff. And that's really, really good. Um, Yeah. And yeah, that's this issue. Um, What was I going to say? That's it. We're good. Send us your feedback on Avengers versus X-Men. Send us your feedback on MCU stuff. Send us your feedback on jerking off your clone, I guess. Yeah, just say yes or no. Like at the end of your message, say yes or no, uh, whether you would do yourself. We're going to do some stats. We're going to get, we're going to put together a yeah. chart <laughs> and see who, who would do it. Highly informal survey. Yes. A very highly informal and not uh, scientifically accurate survey. Um, so definitely tell us if you would check off your clone. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV uh, and going, joining the Patreon gets you access to all kinds of exclusive content, gets you access to early episodes of this podcast. You can join the Slack. You can do a, a just a large amount of listening when you join the Patreon. It's actually kind of bonkers. Um, Cole tweeted yes. out like the other day, like how much it was, and it was like over three hundred hours or something. That like, was something insane, right? Like, I, and I, that may even be low because I don't remember quite what it was. Um, yeah, but it's it's a it, ridiculous it's, it's amount. A yeah, yeah. Um, we are doing uh, experience some some pains uh, in the back end trying to adjust this stuff. So please bear with us, Chris. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate your patience. Like. Uh, there are, we're kind of, we figured out a way to do something that the platform doesn't really want to do, but a lot of people have asked for and we'll make things easier. But, you know, making this work, uh, is taking time and effort. Yep. Um, mm. so, uh, the biggest thing you can do if you're signing up and you're having any issues is read the documentation that we've already written very carefully. Yes. Uh, before reaching out, There's a- not that you can't reach out, it's fine, but just read it first because I don't know that. It you if you know people necessarily understand the volume of questions we're getting. Yeah, uh, Duckfeed is a is a huge network, and we're very appreciative of all of you who have who have made us that way. Because it's not just it's not just us people talking at the microphones; it's all you people listening out there. Um, but also at the same time, that that large amount of people looking for a large amount of content can be overwhelming. 
for our poor tech support gremlins who was really just Cole at this point. Um, so yeah. uh, definitely read through all that documentation. Um, if you need help with Days of Future Cast specifically, please please let me know. Uh, I'm easily reachable on Twitter or just about anywhere else. Y'all know how to get in touch with me. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, consequences of our actions. Yep. Yep.